The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening? Uh, hey, that's it. That's it for the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning, right? They're just done for, for the season. Let's uh, let's all turn our backs on them, and you know, uh, I can shit on, on, on them, and they'll win the cup again, right? Yeah. I'm t- oh, they're lucky. They're, they're just going to be a lucky team from this point on, Max. Listen, they probably will be a lucky team, and, and, and you know, I, but they're not stashing anyone. From from what I understand, they're not stashing anyone on injured reserve right now. That's going to magically come back in the playoffs and push them in. I, the, the team that we saw last night, for the most part, is the team that we're going to see this season until you know March twenty first when the trade deadline hits and they probably make some acquisitions. But fun, fun first night. Uh, a great, great uh, uh, game between the Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, over the course of the season and uh, funny enough is I mean we'll be talking some hockey futures and spoiler alert my one versus eight matchup in the west happens to be golden knights versus the kraken so Ooh. yeah there you go all right what's going on sex panther yeah you know I I don't know anything about hockey it's been duly documented if you guys download and listen to every episode you know I just go talk to my blind squirrel um, I might bring him with me but uh, to figure out what to pick and uh, so I actually do listen to max and i respect max when it comes to hockey he does all this um leg work either these uh, statisticals and, and all this stuff but i should have known better if max was going to actually like the lightning last night i should have faded because the lightning only liked to shit on max i mean when max shits on the lightning the lightning should, like i should have just faded max so uh one of the things i'm curious and maybe max will touch on this that both games significantly over with goals scored is that i don't think that's something we look at for the season but early on in the early weeks we just not playing defense this season or what's going on it's like any sport right like teams get teams got to get into it uh getting a rhythm Goal, goalies need to loosen up and that that usually takes a couple games so i think early on yeah you're probably going to see some points scored on teams that you wouldn't quite expect it but i mean that said like we saw fucking tampa bay lightning pittsburgh penguins and the Vegas Golden Knights play yesterday, and, and those are some pretty good offenses. So, I mean, points, points, goals are probably going to be scored no matter what. But yeah, I think early on, 
uh, tend to shade the over. And I think I think the sports books will you'll see that. I, I, you know, I, I think you'll you'll be skewing more towards the six and a half on totals as opposed to the six. So, uh, yeah, definitely keep an eye on that early in the season. So it takes maybe a little bit longer for defenses to gel as opposed to offenses in NHL. Well, that- I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? Okay. I mean, the, the, the the speed of the game uh, favors the offense, right? So the mm-hmm. def- the defense is, is what needs to catch up with the speed of the offense, and that that takes a little while. So if if you're a team that pl- especially plays uh, trap defense or anything that that's kind of I won't say gimmicky, but uh, you know, it it does take a while for you to catch up with, the, with you know off the bat the the offense is going to be fast because that's what they're doing. They're doing speed drills. They're trying they're trying to move the puck fast up the ice. It takes a while for the defense to react to that and 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 counter that and uh, to to reduce the shots on goal. So I think early on in the season you're going to see uh, the offenses like running around the ice and then they're they're going to get a little fatigued after week one or week two. Uh, you know, a couple yeah. back to backs in there too. You'll see that the offenses slow down a bit. Out of the gate, they're going to be fast as shit, and the defenses are, are going to be uh, waiting to react to that. Mm, I got gotcha. you. Okay. And and to add to that, I kind of think that. They, they don't really practice a lot of those body checks, those elbows, all those things that defenses do. They're not trying to injure their own players. So um, the, the defenses are probably a little slow to get that stuff going, trying to kill each other. But after a couple of weeks, I think the defense will catch up. Well, Rangers Capitals tonight, I, I, I do believe we that's going to get thrown out the window, by the way. <laughs> I do, I do believe we're going to see some hard hits in that game when we talk about that one later. I like it. I like it. Uh, speaking of hard hits, the hits just keep on coming, Max. The hits just keep on coming from the uh, these email leaks. It's it's amazing. This is over a bro bile talking, uh, dragging Adam Schefter into the mix. Some some emails with between Adam Schefter and Bruce Allen. And if you if you read this article, I guess there's like a federal federal court filing with uh, the uh, Dan Snyder. Yeah, that's how all these things are coming out. Yep, I guess so. Yeah, and and so uh, there's some emails between uh, Schefter and Bruce Allen where Al, uh, Schefter calls Allen Mr. Editor. He's like, <laughs> here's the story that's going to appear. Let me know if there's any tweaking, Mr. Editor. And Arch, this shocked you, right? I was shocked. I, I, I was shocked, shocked. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that an NFL insider who wanted to keep access with the team would kind of, you know, ask the uh, his source if he was happy with the story. I, you know, I was I was so floored by the the blowback on this. It's like, oh, this this goes against journalism. Fuck you, fuck you. Like honestly, I totally agree. It's like if, if Schefter wants to remain an insider, he's got to make sure the stories don't appear too negative about the people that are providing him the information. Right. It's it's as simple as that. And the fact that you know he he, he calls him Mister Editor lovingly and jokingly. I again, I have no fucking problem with that. Schefter is who he is, right? I mean, he's the guy that he he gets the scoops, he gets the knowledge because people give him that information. And that's why we like Schefter. Well, I mean, you know, that's why we appreciate what Schefter does. I I won't say does anyone actually like him as a human being? I don't know. But I've, I've got no problem with this whatsoever. I'm in agreement. I think if especially if you're any of these insiders, the first order of business in any act of journalism is when you're going to report something, you've got to protect your sources. And if that means going back and asking them to go over what you want to report, uh, just to make sure they're agreeable, because you've got to keep them in your back pocket. Otherwise, you really don't have much of a job. So that the blowback here, the, the whole fact that this story is what it is, I'm just, I feel like it's going to get worse because it feels like such a re- an overreaction. I mean, I get it. There was going to be a reaction, but 
oh my god, Tampa Bay is now taking Gruden out of their Ring of Honor. Like that was before the Super Bowl was before any of this stuff even happened. I just feel like this thing is just being way blown out of proportion. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to argue with. I mean, I'm just looking at these people on Twitter. Uh, you know, some guy in Pittsburgh says this is a cardinal sin of journalism. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it is. A, 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 this guy says maybe it's um, it's a breach of journalistic journalistic ethics. Maybe, but sometimes you got to weigh you know ethics versus how things work in the real world. This this isn't like a breaking fucking story talking about politics or Watergate or some shit like that, right? This is this is fucking sports for for Christ's sakes. Well, journalism that's a stretch. Sports journalism, it's sports reporting. It's it, there's a difference. You are reporting on stuff that's happening in fucking sports. Now, if you're breaking some kind of like crazy story within some scandal in sports and it's it's that's a different thing than reporting on the fucking collective bargaining agreement. You know, uh, this this that it's a little too far for me. I, I, I agree. You know, do, agree. you really want to know who's going to be traded? That insider knowledge is journalism. Well, come on, I Matt. get it. You're talking to people. You're you're getting inside scoops and blah, blah, blah. It's fu- uh, come on. It, there's a fucking difference there, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree. We're and at the end of the day. It is. I mean, granted, it's a multi-billion dollar industry it is sports. But at the end of the day, Max is right. It's just sports. It's not like Adam Schefter is going anywhere. This is who he is <laughs> until he retires or dies. I think uh, I guess we'll rely on him on on draft trades and his quote unquote insider information. But yeah, this is uh, this whole thing's just being really stretched out there. I have less of an issue with this than than, than him being in bed with like a sports book. You know what I'm saying? Like I have more of an uh, issue like that. With, that was a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, exactly. I've got more of an issue with that than I do with this. You know what I'm saying? Like that, at least there's some kind of like he his insider knowledge could impact gambling. And I don't want that fucking up my fucking gambling. Yeah, you know, yeah. this this is this means bullshit to me. Oh, it, it, it's it's a nothing story. It's a nothing, nothing story. If you really want to get upset now, boys and girls, if you really want to get upset about journalists and getting in bed with corporations, you should see what Disney does for for critic screenings on some of their movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, right out of the gate, all those fucking Marvel movies with the hundred hundred percent ratings on on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. You should see the fucking swag that those reviewers walk away with. Oh yeah, D- Disney videos. knows how to take yeah. care of them. Yeah. All right. You're saying the Marvel movies weren't good. Uh, those are your words. <laughs> You're attacking me. You're. At- I, I feel like I'm under attack. Like I'm under attack. You're about to get. I'm about to be under attack. I feel. I think so. I think so. I'm pulling up a new tab. All right. So Panther had Max and I submit our power rankings one to thirty two. Then he took those numbers and I don't know how he put them in a bag and shook it up and pulled. Yeah, I really don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. Like I want to know. Panther's not good at Excel. He criticizes Excel every chance he gets. So I'm interested to see how he came up with this ranking. But these are the power rankings based on the three D gens and their thought process. Panther explain yourself uh, i thought it, i thought it'd be a little interesting for us to to kind of put together our own little dgen score dgen ranking and it's really simple you were supposed to rank your one through ten and then i gave uh, 10 points to your first pick your nine points to your second pick eight points to your third pick and so on and so forth but um you know I, i'm kind of boring because a lot of mine factored around win-loss record head-to-head um and point differential uh was 
kind of where I based mine. Arches seem to have, you know, some symmetry to it. But but Max, I, I don't know if I want to attack you. I just want to know, what the fuck? Like, Seattle is the seventh best team in your well, rankings? First off, defense doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. So they get 450 <laughs> yards per game. Don't fucking care. Offensively, before and this, see, I did this ranking before Russell Wilson, right? This is this is going to it's bound to change next week. Offensively, I put them as one of the most dynamic offenses with Russell Wilson out there. I know they only score twenty four points per game, but their time of possession is one of the worst in the league. Meaning, whenever they have the ball, they score. Now, let's look at strength of schedule. They barely lost to the Titans. The Titans are probably going to win the South and be a playoff team. They beat the Niners on the road. Without Russ, they hung with the Rams. Looking at their looking at their other games, they beat Indianapolis. Don't whatever. I don't strength the schedule there. Whatever. Losing to the Vikings is the black mark. But at the time they lost to the Vikings, one person on the show, Panther, was touting Kirk Cousins as MVP at that time. So you look at no idea who that could have been. You look at Seattle, (laughs) and at this point in time, I, I. I ran my numbers and, and that's where they ended up uh, again. Like they will drop off. I'm sure after this week, but even, even with the uh, uh, backup uh, quarterback there with, with the, their boy from the jets filling in, uh, he didn't look that bad. Like he, he got criticized for that interception against the Rams and it wasn't his fault. So um, again, Seattle should drop off my list. I get that. But as it stands right now, I, I love how they were playing football despite their win loss record. So the number one team, according to Panthers' uh, combined rankings, Buffalo. Buffalo's number one, followed by Tampa Bay, Arizona, Rams, Dallas. That's your top five. I'll, I'll say Dallas was my number two. Dallas was my number two. Tampa was my number one. But Buffalo, I guess, was my number three. Buffalo so was we, your number we, three. We all, we all like Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo was my number one right now after trouncing Kansas City. Yeah, and, uh, Arizona is my number one just for the virtue of being 5-0 and and uh, who they've beaten and how they've done it. But here's what I will say. Going through our rankings individually, we kind of had them shuffled, the one through five, um, one through six. We gave a lot of love to the Chargers. But after that, it dry- I mean, there was a lot of variance. I really was reluctant to give any love to Baltimore. You guys gave a lot of love or more love than I would to Kansas City. I didn't even rank Kansas City. I expect you guys to hate on the Packers. That's going to be a uh, ranking debacle for Green Bay. You guys are Green Bay haters. But uh, the top six, there was uh, quite a bit of unison. Uh, let's see. I put Kansas City at the number 10 team. Max, you had Kansas City number four. Number four. Number yeah. four. That's just number the offense four. just dragging that team in your mind. Because again, I really, I, I really don't value defenses right now. The NFL, in the NFL doesn't NFL. either. That, that, I, that's my point. Yeah. Right. I mean, you need a good enough defense, and now uh, Seattle has arguably the worst defense, and right next to them is probably Kansas City. Uh, so I, you know, I get that that's going to drag people down in certain uh, certain categories, but for me, I'm really focused in on dynamic offenses. Kansas City definitely has. I'd still say the the best offense in the league overall. Uh, w- once once things start to gel, once they connect on things, and maybe uh, Mahomes gets some uh, PDO. Is that applicable? Can we take <laughs> hockey PDO and give it to, to Mahomes? If, if, if Mahomes can get a little luckier again, yeah, yeah, Kansas City's not dead to me. 
Oh, Kansas City's not dead. I think when you look at this list, though, the one consistent is going to be that all of these teams have explosive offenses, can make big plays, have big-name players. I think for me, Kansas City and, to a smaller degree, Dallas um, have the, the worst defenses. I'm not throwing Seattle in there because they're going to fall off. But uh, Dallas has not looked near as bad as they were last year. And Kansas City, I just I got a whole lot of questions about that defense. It seems like if you show me strength of schedule, I'm going to tell you I can I can rank your defenses just blind fire. You show me strength of schedule, I'll, I'll tell you who's got a good defense, who's got a bad defense, <laughs> who's playing top ten offenses. I'll tell you who's got a you know a shitty defense. True enough. You know it's funny too is like I, I was surprised when I ran my numbers to see how good uh, the Washington football team was, but I, you know. I was high up on them on, on, on in preseason, and I know they don't have the win-loss record, and, and they've only really beaten the Giants and the Falcons, but they've had to face the Chargers, the Bills, and the Saints. Mm. And I know, you know, Saints, whatever, they're, they're questionable, but their two losses are to the Chargers and the Bills, who we have as one and six on our ranking. So again, well, Saint- Washington, Washington gets a vote for me. <laughs> Same can be said for the Cleveland Browns, when, but they're, they're great at beating the who you're supposed to beat, but when they had to beat Kansas City, they couldn't get it done. They had that big lead against the Chargers, couldn't finish that off. Uh, Cleveland, uh, you know, we, we're all high on them. We like this Browns team, but if they don't start beating these playoff teams, they're not going to be a real contender. I didn't have them in top 10. Max, I number, you had, had no 13. 13th, yep, look at that. Right above Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, below New Orleans, below Philadelphia, below Washington. So, wow. I mean, I, I like Cleveland. I, I like them going into this week. But giving up 26 fucking points in the fourth quarter. I know defenses don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but wins and losses do matter. And that was a winnable game. And they fucking they, they, they blew that one. And again, if you're focusing in on offense, part of it is when you get the ball, you score. In the fourth quarter, they got the ball. They weren't scoring. That was a... <sighs> Oh, yeah, so much to say about that, but we'll move on. I got Cleveland number nine. All right, I guess it's uh, time for a breather here. I guess so. Let's talk about D-Gen gear. You can celebrate some of our NFL rankings. We all love Dallas. You can love Dallas, too, with your Zeke physique shirt. He's looking like a beast this year, though. Maybe maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the Harden physique shirt. <laughs> Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the D-Gen shop. Buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full D-Gen. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Yeah, I, I expect the Chiefs to drop a little bit. You know, Kelsey's hurt. Tyreek Hill's hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised next week those rankings change. Is Kelsey uh, expected to play this week? I think they're both expected to yeah, play. because they're he, just a little hobbled. Right. He had a bit of a stinger, Andy Reid said. So he had temporary mm-hmm. paralysis. Oh, great. That's what stingers are. <laughs> That's code word. Yeah. Time for them to trade for Zach Ertz. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. We, we teased it yesterday, Max, and you wouldn't say anything. So it's time to get it. What is your NHL futures look like? Yeah, we'll do futures and then we'll, we've got five NHL games to talk mm. about, but we'll do futures to start off with uh, looking at the, uh, what do we got? We got the conferences. You conference conference? Do you want to do conference or do you want to just do outright Stanley Cup? I don't Here's care. conference. All right. Uh, conference. Okay. Let's look at the Western conference. Uh, I got Las Vegas winning the, the Western conference. Ooh. So I got Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to bet, bet money on Las Vegas as my value plays. I'm um, going to look at Minnesota. Ooh. The Wild, plus 1,100. And I also like the Edmonton Oilers, so plus 900. So th- those are my value plays in the West. In the East, I'm going to pick the New York Islanders. Really? New York Islanders as, as, as the team that's going to represent the East in the Stanley Cup. And I'm also going to throw some money on the Florida Panthers. I like the Florida Panthers. Uh, that, that's, that's a good one, plus 1,000. And the Carolina Hurricanes. So th- those are my uh, Western and uh, Eastern Conference representatives there. So right. if you notice, it was not an avalanche as you predicted. What? Oh, now he's an avalanche hater. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good news for Colorado. Uh, I'll start out in the East. I actually agree with him on the Islanders. Islanders last year were – I made a ton of money on this team – arguably the best defensive team uh, in all of the NHL. If they all they have to do is just bring about three goals per game and they're going to win a lot of games. I do like the Islanders and I'm going to get a love, little love to the Boston Bruins. This is a team that once they got healthy, they got red hot. I think if they can stay healthy, that is a dangerous team. I like the value of those two teams in the East and the West. It's kind of hard to, to fade the big two uh, Dallas has been lurking. I don't know if they get over that hump, but the one team that got hot last year became really dangerous. The St. Louis Blues at plus 1800. I really don't think they're a legitimate contender, but at plus 1800, just like the Cardinals, they're one of those teams that could just get hot at the right time and cause all kind of havoc. Uh, I like the, from a value play, the St. Louis Blues, but I think the West ultimately comes down to the Avalanche or the Golden Knights again. Yeah, a co- couple counterpoints there. I, I I liked Boston Bruins before Tuka Rask might have to retire. They're they're going to go with a, a subpar goalie, in my opinion. There, uh, Colorado they they lost their uh, um, you know Vesna nominee goalie uh, Grabauer ended up in Seattle, so that's a huge loss for. Colorado. I mean, they still got so much talent there, so it's it's hard to imagine that they're not a, a good team. And if you're looking at the, you know, w- that plus eighteen hundred for St. Louis, you might as well just look at the plus eighteen hundred for Chicago uh, with with Mark Andre Fleury possibly in his swan song. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, to win outright, like you know, I I'm going to pick Las Vegas. I think Las Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I think this is their year to win it. They finally get over the hump and 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 bring a championship to Vegas. And my value bets would be the Islanders, of course, because I have them representing uh, the East. But my big value play, I kind of feel like, here you go, Saxy Maxi. The Minnesota Wild, I think they could get hot 
in the playoffs and and, and possibly win, win win a title this year. So plus twenty five hundred, that's my super value play that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on. Giving Saxy some love here. You know, I'm, I'm scrolling through here. I don't know if there's a ton of value on the highly ranked teams, if you will, Colorado, Tampa Bay. Vegas. My thing with Vegas is I'm not giving them as much love because I think the loss of Flurry, yes, his age, he was old, he's gonna he's on his way out anyway, but you weren't better than Laner, and Laner's been really mediocre and he I'm scared for the Vegas goalie situation. I like your I like your little love affair with the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Both those teams were really good last year. I think those are worth a, a solid look at plus seventeen hundred and plus two thousand. And um you know, I'll kind of stick with my Islanders there, plus 1,700 as well. I, I really like them as a, as good as they are defensively. They don't have to score a lot of goals to win games. So I like the Islanders. Hmm. Plus 1,700, hard to argue. I'm yeah, drooling good, over good. that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a good bet. Yeah, Max, yeah. we know greed is good, right? Greed is very good, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Let's close that out. All right. We've got some daily games to talk about. Yep, absolutely. Here you go. All right. Well, listen, I talked about a couple of these teams. I'm going to start off with Chicago at Colorado. Uh, mentioned it before, 36-year-olds. This, this, this could be Marc-Andre Fleury's last hurrah. You know, he approached the initial trade with some uh, trepidation. But now you look at him, right? He's brought competitiveness. He's brought passion to the Chicago team. Last last year, I liked the direction that the Blackhawks were, were heading in in the second half. I do have them making the playoffs this year. Um Game one, they, they face a juggernaut. But if we learned anything yesterday, <laughs> maybe the juggernauts can be beaten in game one as Tampa Bay fell to Pittsburgh. Uh, Colorado has those Stanley Cup aspirations. We'll, we'll see how they look out with, without Grabauer in, in goal this year. Uh, they have uh, Darcy Kemper. Uh, he's going to be their starting goalie. They traded with uh, the uh, Coyotes to get Kemper. So, again, a, a step down in goal for Colorado. Can the Blackhawks win this game? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But uh, with, with the plus line, it's, I think the value is there. $10 bet on Chicago. Yeah, I'm not as high on Chicago as Max. It's going to be a wait and see for me with the Blackhawks. I'm not, you know, I like Flurry with Vegas, but as he's nearing Max's age, I just don't know how well that works, if it works as well in hockey as it does in baseball. But uh, and look, the Blackhawks, were not very good on the road. Colorado was 22 and four at home last year. Um, it's a it's a little chalky. It's gotten better, which makes me a little nervous. But I don't know. Maybe it's an overreaction or overcorrection, if you will, for the Avs. I will lay. What am I looking at? 190 here. 192. 192. I'll lay the 192 because you know there's not a home chalky favorite that Panther will jump on. Oh, we lost connection to his microphone. Call me during a podcast. They even know their role. Ten dollars on the apps. Ten dollars on the apps. All right. Now, Max, I think you're right. I, I mean, I'm looking at this. There's no way that Colorado has a 65 percent chance to win this implied probability. <laughs> you know, you talked about it. Teams are still, you know, kind of finding their way. The variance has got to be through the roof. And in hockey, that's saying something. I think there's probably a value on taking Chicago. Yep. Uh, next and last game I'm on for today, your Winnipeg Jets. I told you they, they could be a dangerous team this year. Um, uh, arguably the best goalie in the league. 
I mentioned that their offense was ranked 12th last season. I think that's going to improve a little bit this year. And it was the defense. It was the defense that let them down, and they addressed it. They traded for Brendan Dillon from Washington. They traded for Nate Schmidt from Vancouver. And if their defense could be anywhere, anywhere improved from last season, I think they're a threat in the West. Uh, as for the Ducks, oh, they suck. And they're going to suck this year. <laughs> that's what I know I must deal with this year. I think the Jets should win this one. I know those are famous last words, but a $10 bet on Winnipeg. Hmm. And not a game that I was on. One of the things I'm going to be very curious to look at in the early on of the NHL season is welcome to the United States, Canadians. Uh, they finally get to cross the border and play uh, somebody other than yourselves. And uh, that, you know, Anaheim wasn't good last year. I don't think Anaheim's very good this year. Winnipeg should win this, but it'll be interesting to see how the Canadian teams come over to the States and vice versa, the American teams going over to Canada and mix this thing back up like we did in 2019. I'll lean Winnipeg, but wasn't on this game. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Lean in. Uh, I've just Max, the line movement just has me terrified. I, I just saw that. Yeah. I'm no, and now I'm, I'm shitting my pants. That's not good. <laughs> I don't know shit about hockey, but I can read a chart. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that does not look good. I agree. You got anything else? That's it for me. All right. Panther, you got anything? Yeah, I want to take a look at the Rangers at Washington. Um, you know, Rangers pretty much were a, a 500 team last year. They were pretty much 500 overall, 500, just one game under 500 on the road. But Washington was really good on the road. They were it's a streaky team. I think the Bullets can handle the Rangers at home coming straight out of the gate. I will put $10 on Washington. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to lean Washington here. You know, uh, as, as I mentioned, I alluded to these two teams did not end up on good terms last season. Tom Wilson almost murdered uh, Artemi Panarin on the ice in that final <laughs> game. Uh, Rangers, they have talent, but I think they lack depth. I think uh, they're just not on the same level as, as a team like Washington. I'd uh, love uh, Igor Shesterkin in goal for them. If he becomes elite, maybe that that's enough to push the Rangers into the playoffs. Capitals, uh, another year older. They've got uh, you know Alex Ovechkin in for you know a couple more seasons. Uh, they they brought in some youth. There's you know they're bringing in some youth to surround around Ovi, and if, if they can progress and and you know make that team better, it's again you, you can't you can't dismiss the Capitals. Same thing here is is my numbers say the Capitals win this game. The sharp money is absolutely hammering the Rangers right now, so that was enough to uh, make me avoid this one and lean Washington. All right, I have I don't, know. I, don't I do not have an opinion on this one at all okay panther you got anything else no sir that is all i got you think people are trusting montreal too much max it's uh the, the plus 150 and i see at least at sbr it looks like people are hammering that plus 150 are they are they kind of looking back on the playoffs fondly uh they're probably looking on the playoffs fondly yes uh, the the other uh issue of course is uh, uh carry price is out uh with some mental health issues that's why he's not playing and uh they lost uh some some key uh, forwards, the uh, uh, Denault and Kota um, uh, um, I probably butchered that name right there, but they lost two of their, two of their uh, solid forwards that that helped them last season. So uh, I don't like this Montreal team heading into mm-hmm. the season, and you know Toronto's going to want to enact some revenge after blowing that three one series to them last postseason. So I think this could be a murder on the ice. Oof. Yeah, nothing I really looked at. I don't. I I just need to wait and see what these. Canadian teams do. Toronto really shit the bed last year uh, in the playoffs. I expect them to rebound, come out blazing hot, but uh, 
Yeah, that, that, that's a no play for me. Rangers versus Caps, over? No. Uh, no. Yeah, but Max thinks there's going to be some fisticuffs thrown. I'm, I'm in the belief that uh, early in the season, you can probably look at a lot of these games as overs, especially, I don't know what they are, but usually these hockey games float about five and a half. They're that low. I, I might look at the six. over, but six. Yeah, it's... I don't know. But Max thinks these might be some some brawling going on here with these two teams. I think the defenses are just still trying to get in get in rhythm with the offenses. Um, I would lean the over, but I'm not betting totals at this time right now. Okay. So we talked about Adam Schefter. <laughs> we talked about football and the power rankings and how those laid out. And NHL, Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android or iOS. Let us know anything but our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. I don't know if Panther's going to do a fucking all hockey parlay today, but eh, take us home. Uh, I mean, I only bet two games. If you guys want to slap the Avalanche and Washington together, you might be able to get some value on Colorado if you side with me and like Colorado. But that's about it. We don't have a three-teamer anywhere. We're hanging out on the website, the app, Facebook. Twitter, you guys can twit tweets with us and give us a holler. We'll holler back. Most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, give us all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.